Welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Diogen Tirandekura. On this show, you will discover the realities, the successes and the struggles of business management and information technology consultants in the fast-moving B2B world. So stay tuned if you want to know more about what it takes to have a consulting lifestyle. Energy efficiency. So um, this is the subject of the episode today. And usually when we talk about consulting, it's a subject such as uh, sales, human resources, leadership, finance, etc. Actually, the subject of today, energy efficiency, is about finance and purchasing. But it may not be understood like that at start, but actually it is part of it. And we will also be talking about the fact that in the United States, we have states in which the energy market is deregulated. It is a reality that I have never encountered. I have always lived in countries in which the energy market is uh, completely regulated and uh, you have a, uh, a short amount of suppliers to choose from. However, it is another reality for the clients of uh, Dominic Futrell. So I do think that in this episode, you will learn more the energy market, but also how a person decided to uh, take charge of his own future in order to uh, improve uh, his family standing and become an independent consultant. Welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast to Dominic Futrell. Dominic, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing well, doing well. And you, how are you, Dominic? Doing great, doing great. Yeah, so you're an uh, energy efficiency consultant, and I do think that you're the first one <laughs> on the oh, show. Okay. I mean, so uh, that would be that would be definitely an uh, interesting conversation. And uh, let's start by uh, having you, Dominic, sharing your uh, career story. Oh, okay. My career story. I actually I played sports first, and then you know, as time you know go on, you you get older. You can't play sports forever. So <laughs> actually, <laughs> I, actually, you know, stop playing sports, and then um. I got into like restaurant management and um, mm-hmm. I was a restaurant manager for a while for a big corporation, big, a big well-known corporation here in the, in the United States. Then I, I stopped doing that. And then I became, I was said, I want to be more of a service to people, especially in the energy industry, because there's a lot of the loopholes and things that corporations and business owners, business owners don't know that actually a consulting and actually help them reap the benefits of that. So that's what I wanted to do. Oh, your, your interest in the energy industry, does it come from the fact that you were managing a restaurant and then uh, using a lot of energy to do it? Well, that's a little bit of it. The restaurant I was managing was a 24-hour restaurant, so it constantly stayed open. It never closed. It stayed open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Never mm-hmm. closes. So yeah, that's, that's a part of it. And you can see the energy consumption in the restaurant because what we had at that time, you know, I, I was over multiple units and I would look at the P&Ls. I mean, even though energy wasn't my biggest, that wasn't my biggest responsibility, but I actually saw how much consumption, the, you know, the stores actually used. That's great. And time-wise, if we put a timeline, uh, when did you, when were you the restaurant manager and when did you start in the energy uh, industry? I was a restaurant manager back in around 2000 and seven mm-hmm. yeah 2007 and I, I was a manager there for like five years mm-hmm. and then after I left there I did some sales after that because I wanted to you know so I, 
I mean, the biggest thing about sales, sales is effective communication. Once you get into sales, you learn how to communicate a whole lot more effectively. So that was one part, I, that was a step I did. And then I just transitioned from that to being an energy consultant. Excellent. And um, uh, right now you're, you're based in the United States, but in which state uh, or city uh, you, you are? Oh, I'm in Texas, actually Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. And so when talking about being an energy consultant or energy efficiency consultant, mm -hmm. what does that consist of? What do you talk about with your clients? Pretty much with electricity, especially here in Texas, the thing about it is the whole United States is not regulated yet. Mm -hmm. So that means a lot of companies don't have right of choice or a lot of people don't have right of choice as of yet. Um, here in Texas, you have over 498 energy supply companies. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, you know, people shop around for electricity and they want to make sure they get the best rate and the best value for a business owner. He has a lot of things on his plate. So he's managing payroll, he's managing the bills, food order. I mean, you know, if he's a restaurant manager, food order, things of that nature. So it could be stressful and like shopping around for electricity. So, I mean, you know, having a consultant in your corner to help you with that. What I do is I take a look at the market every single day. I look at numbers every single day. And so what I can do is I'll, you know, I'll alert the manager, like, you know, Hey, the market's doing this market's doing that. And so, you know, a lot of companies and a lot of business owners tell me, you know, well, I got a year or two left on my contract and I tell them, okay, cool. That's good. But that doesn't mean you can't set yourself up for savings in the future. So as a consultant, I can look in the future and see what the rates are going to be in the future and come back to, you know, the business owner or the corporation and let them know, Hey, this is what the rate's going to look like after your two year contract is over. You want to go ahead and lock that in now, because if you wait to the last minute, it's going to go up. It's almost like, you know, how airlines give customers discounts for, you know, buying plane tickets for 14 days, maybe months or three months in advance, you get like almost a 60 or 70, 80% discount on a plane ticket. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, the, it's the same scenario with electricity, same scenario. That's very interesting because uh, basically I, I live in Canada right now and I, I used to live in uh, in Belgium and there energy is regulated. You you mm -hmm. don't have you don't have a, a huge amount of choices in terms of uh, of supply and yeah. uh, even here in the I am in the state of uh, of Quebec there is a a public uh, energy supply provider so so it does not even come uh, into question and they they have also full control over the prices that they uh, offer companies and uh, and residents. So uh, here, when you're looking at the market, does it mm -hmm. mean that depending on which energy provider a company chooses, they can pay from simple to double? The variation in prices are huge or is it the variation of in terms of uh, the quantity of uh, energy that can be consumed? It's basically um, when they shop around, it's based on what company they choose. And it, it's actually both the consumption and then the company that they choose because some companies offer this at this time and, and other companies offer that at that time. But if your energy consumption is much greater, you may get an, an each, a much lower rate based on the consumption or you may get a higher rate based on the consumption. Mm -hmm. so, so it just depends. So my job is to actually look for all the loopholes to where you know a company doesn't sign up with an electricity company where their consumption is like greater. So by them being greater, the actual energy company is going to assume that they're going to use this consumption consistently throughout the whole year or two years on a contract. And then if that company doesn't use that amount of electricity for that time period, they get penalized. 
So what I do is I make I look for you know contracts and rates that don't have those type of penalties that are hurt or cause a corporation or a business owner a lot of money in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. And I was thinking as well of who will be your typical counterpart uh, when you talk to a business. Is it the CEO or the CFO? or an operation manager, uh, who would be your, your, your typical counterparts? It, it kind of varies. It's mostly like if you're dealing with a corporation, they may have a controller or a CFO or maybe a purchaser who handles the, the utility bills or the, all the bills, period. In a small business, mostly business owners will take care of the utilities or they may have you know somebody they assign it to. I kind of weave through and find out who takes care of all the utilities because I want to partner with that person. And I tell them, I'm not here to put any pressure on you or anything. I want to make everything as easy as possible for you in this aspect mm-hmm. of business. Yeah. So um, you're based in Texas, but are you working only with companies that are located in Texas or are you working all across the United States? Oh, I work all across the U.S. in all deregulated markets. Yeah. Okay, great. I am just wondering if there are, are there many people like you, many, many, uh, many energy consultants, or is that really a... Uh, a very small niche for a huge uh, demand. It just depends on if you have you have energy salesmen and then you have me being all around consultant. I mean, I, I try to help in every area. You have some people that's in my position. Mm-hmm. Then you got some people that work for, you know, a specific company and all they do is just sell electricity. My job is to actually provide a full service of savings all around utilities for a company. That's my job. Okay. And uh, how, how does a... Uh an initial conversation go? I mean, do you do you have companies coming to you asking for questions or you are the one reaching out and uh, then they wonder if, oh, they wonder, they did not know that it was possible to optimize their energy bill before uh, talking to you? Yeah, some, I, I, I have a few that's reached out and then I actually, I've reached out to multiple companies. Like I had, I had a company in Wisconsin reach out to me to do a bill out of form. The unfortunate thing about that is they're in a regulated market. I, I mean, I, I still done, done a bill out it for them, but like I told mm-hmm. them, I mean, you know, you don't have right of choice. Now, if you can change your plan within that market, I mean, I would change that plan to something different because basically it was costing him almost $20,000, to be honest. Over a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's not small numbers. There is definitely huge, uh, huge value in what you can provide to those organizations. Because right now in the United States, so it's mostly unregulated, but are there many states in which it is uh, it gets regulated? Well, yeah, I know California is regulated, but California has a big solar boom going on out there. Arizona's regulated, Florida, I think New Mexico. I would think it's like about less less than ten states are uh, regulated. No, it, it may be a little bit more. A bit more. Yeah, okay. A little bit more. Okay. And you you just touched upon so maybe no maybe I would I would want to to just come back on the type of conversation you have uh, with a uh, uh, with a client or the first initial conversation is it more about okay your bill is as you said for example the example in Wisconsin your bill is uh, about twenty uh, k a year and I could by if you let me do the research for you maybe I could reduce it to. 16, 15,000 uh, a year, is it, is it more something like that? So you show the, how much they can save on their cost by uh, requesting your services? Uh, yes, actually I can do, I do a bill audit and what I do is um, I take a look at the usage that they use for the whole entire year. 
I look at the cost to usage ratio and see, you know, you know, what's the, I mean, if it adds up, or if it doesn't add up. And then I actually, I put together an actual saving analysis form to mm-hmm. show them if I can save now. Now I got to be honest. I mean, sometimes I can't save a customer anything and I, you know, I'll be truthful with them, but sometimes even though I can't save them anything at that time, that doesn't mean I can't save them in the future. So, yeah. yeah. Given the fact that you, you, you get in touch with a lot of, uh, a lot of different organizations. Is there something that usually comes back? Do you often see organization making the same uh, kind of the same mistake or? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a, well, a lot of people don't view electricity as, they view it as like, I'll take care of it once I get to it. Mm. You, know, uh, you know, a lot of people view it like that. And so the thing yeah. is, a lot of supplier companies, they like the fact that companies have that mentality because they can charge them as <laughs> They can give them a rate as high as, you know, they want, but yeah. then they, they can't. And then, you know, they don't realize they can take advantage of the huge savings that's available to them by doing stuff in advance. Yeah. So that, that's key. That, that's great that you, uh, that you mentioned that. So having a proactive approach with regards to your energy consumption or energy bill can be a huge uh, money saver for, uh, for companies. You did touch upon the fact that in California, there is a increased use of uh, solar energy. Can you say something a bit more about that? Are you also involved into that? Oh, yes. I'm in the solar as well. Um, solar is actually on a rise across the U.S. Um, a lot of people are wanting, they're wanting to get off the grid for homeowners. I mean, some businesses as well, but there's a lot of incentives that's being offered to go solar. I mean, you know, the government's going to pay you almost 15, 12 to $15,000 just for switching to solar. And then they have a new solar stimulus package available too, to where, if you sign up to go solar, you get an extra, an additional $500 and you don't pay a bill for six months and then you just pay for your equipment. You totally get rid of your electricity bill. So, so that's uh, yeah. And in the, in the U S there are quite some States that are very sunny <laughs> throughout the year. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's worth, uh, it's worth considering. Uh, definitely, yeah. definitely worth uh, co- co- considering. Are you working as a solopreneur or uh, are you working uh, in a team when you provide your services? I work with, um, I got a real awesome team I work with, awesome mentors I work with that um, give me the knowledge that I need to actually be successful. So yeah, mm. shouts out to them. Oh, that, that's very interesting. Did you, did you hire the mentor, uh, a mentor or, or several mentors when you started in the industry? No, they kind of took me under their wing. They took oh. me under their wing and showed me, showed me the ropes especially on the solar side, I'm actually, you know, getting into the solar and learning more about the solar side. That's great. And I, and I think that's, that's also important for the audience is when you, you start something, having being helped and being uh, uh, mentored by someone that has done what you want to do uh, mm-hmm. is or one of the best way to uh, get to the right results faster, for sure. And uh, for your business in the coming years, how do you see the industry going? Do you, you mentioned that it was solar. Do you see other trends going on in terms of energy consumption for, uh, for companies? The one thing about energy is never, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, we will always need, <laughs> we always need energy. <laughs> True. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's not going anywhere. It's, it's, it's going to be around forever. So I feel like the industry is actually, it's going to grow. Um, I think they're just going to find more ways to be more efficient to, you know, give companies opportunity to actually save more depending on, you know, um, the consumption. Of course, a lot of energy companies, they're in the business to make money. So, and then, you know, as a consultant, my job is to actually make sure they're not 
you know, a corporation or company's not getting screwed out of their money. As I learn more and as I learn more loopholes and learn more tools to actually offer companies, um, the industry is actually going to grow a lot more. Yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're definitely right. And we are now in the end of October 2020 and uh, there is um, still uh, the pandemic that is... Uh, that is uh, alive, that is uh, ongoing, mm -hmm. ha has it impacted your business or has it impacted the behavior of uh, companies with regards to their energy consumption? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh yes, tremendously. Um, a lot of business owners that I've spoken to, they didn't know if they was going to be in business or not. So, so like I said, I don't want to put any pressure on, I don't try to put any pressure on anybody, but, you know, I, try, I make it make sense to a lot of owners mm -hmm. or, you know, um, or corporations, you know, even though, You know, you don't know if you're going to be in business the next four to five years. In the meantime, you're still paying your electricity. You have to still pay it. So the thing is, why not allow me to do an audit for you to see where I can help you save? And that's more money you can put back into your business to actually stay functioning. Yeah, it, made, uh, it totally makes sense. It's really part of the financial strategy or purchasing strategy of a, of a, of a company. I, uh, I, do, I, do think, yeah, I, do, I do think it is important. And maybe I, I go I go back a little bit in time, but when you uh, started in the in the energy uh, industry, how, how did you try to uh, learn things about it by yourself? Were you reading books? Were you attending conferences? Were you trying to find uh, mentors? Um, actually, when I started, like I told you, it was a period of time I did sales from the restaurant industry to, to transition into a consultant. So during that time I did sales, I was doing retail energy. I did, I did TV and internet, then I did retail energy. So mm -hmm. I was selling uh, retail energy to like homeowners and, and, you know, customers that own homes, apartments, things like that. That was like my introduction to the actual energy, energy industry. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot um, through training and, and I learned that part of it. And then once I transitioned to a consultant, I learned, the actual commercial side, which is the, you know, energy for businesses and corporations. Okay. And then, uh, yeah. And then, then you, you being in the, on the sale, in the sales role, you were uh, maybe attracted. I'm, I'm trying to interpret it, but you're attracted into being your, uh, by yourself, uh, having your own business, doing it directly for yourself, basically. Yeah, that was one part of it, but a major part of it is that I saw how, and I got to be honest, I saw how, How can I say this? I don't want to sound rude to me, <laughs> but, but I saw how, I'm not going to say crooked, but I saw how a lot of people had a disadvantage of not knowing anything about the industry, uh, electricity industry. I saw a huge disadvantage that people had because they just didn't know. And so I'm like, you know, you know, I want to help educate people on actually knowing, you know, the benefits that they got, you know, and the actual things they can take advantage of in the electricity industry. Yeah, and as a resident, so so uh, I, I obviously use uh, use energy, and I must say that I have never really understood my energy bill, electricity yeah. bill. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just know what I pay in average, and I'm I'm thinking, oh, okay, maybe in the winter I will pay more, but yeah, that's it. That, that, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and and, and, so, and, and and don't feel bad. A lot of people, I mean, a lot of people like that. They don't. They yeah. just go. I got to pay a bill this time and it goes up at this time. But then a lot of them don't know that, you know, based on what your plan is, you can actually help yourself out if you know or know to do this or know to do that. That's that's where I came in. You know, I even I mean, I educate people on how to calculate their bill. I mean, you know, you, you learn you 
I taught a lot of people that, you know, you, you add this, you divide it by this, and then you're spending this per month. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like, oh, okay. So, you know, you can calculate it all the way down to the cents that you're spending mm-hmm. per kilowatt. Oh, that's, that's great. Are there, are there any, uh, I don't know if there are any states in which energy consumption is higher than, uh, than others or any parts of the United States? Uh, yeah, kind of sort. I, I think more of the southern, especially Texas, man. Texas, <laughs> Texas is hot, man. <laughs> Texas is hot, man. Texas, Arizona, Florida, California as well. But Texas gets very, very, very hot. Texas okay. and Arizona. Oh, yeah. Very hot. Okay. Okay. That's, uh, that's great to know. Then, uh, you know, we are in the consulting podcast and uh, it's also called consulting lifestyle. And so there is the, the lifestyle part. I mean, how, how has your activity as a, as a business owner, as a consultant, how has it impacted your lifestyle? Are you working like 60 hours a week? Uh, are you working less? Have you got more, uh, time freedom and location freedom? Because I assume that you don't travel to uh, all the companies. You do contact them uh, remotely, I guess. Yeah. Like I was told, man, entrepreneurship is a 24 hours a day situation. (laughs) So so, um, your your success is based on the amount of time and effort you put in. So me, man, I, I, I put in countless hours of, you know, emailing i go to the field i do calls so it's just countless on a day-to-day basis sometimes you got to take a break because you know you want to you know revamp your mind and, and and you know get yourself back into the tune of things so you can be at your best when you talk to business owners or you know people who handle you know corporation you know controllers mm-hmm. and things of that nature um but yeah it's a 24-hour a day situation 24-hour day yeah So that's uh, that's a, that's a, that is a huge impact on your lifestyle, definitely. <laughs> yeah. uh, and do you have specific? You don't really need to have an answer to my question, but do you have like some objectives? Meaning, you have like a a number that you want to achieve, or any any type of objective that you have on your uh, on what you want to achieve on your business? Oh yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, I want to retire my mother. That's first and oh. foremost. That's that's like at the top of my list, retiring my mother. So that's a major thing, retiring her. I also want to provide opportunity to, mm-hmm. um, you know, some people that I know and, you know, some people in family that, you know, don't believe that a certain opportunity can be attainable for them. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why those are like two major goals that drive me every day is to, you know, and- provide them. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no I, w- I was about to say that is huge, uh, what you said. Yeah. Being, I, I, I can relate totally to that. Being able to retire your mother or any relative is so uh, so important because, okay, we are younger, we have <laughs> more energy. We can uh, help our parents, definitely. And then, uh, uh, yeah, you were talking about showing, maybe uh, showing by example, showing by, by what you do, showing that uh, it is possible to, uh, to reach goals that, that at first sight could look uh, unattainable. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely, definitely commend you for that. So, so uh, it's great, great uh, conversation that we had together, uh, uh, Dominic. I have one last question for you. Is um, uh, we are on the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast, and uh, I would like to know for you, what does having a consulting lifestyle mean? Pretty much having a consulting lifestyle means you're putting yourself in a position of being a service to people. You know, I've told, and even in the, you know, some of the books I read and some of the, 
mentors that I follow, when you always put yourself in a position of service, you will never be broke. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, when you serve, when you want to help and serve and, and you know, you want to give and, and, and help people, I mean, you'll always be in a position to where you're needed constantly. And, and also, I feel like you can put yourself in a position of freedom at some point in time, too, once you get your business or your consultant and you get to a point to where you can actually have freedom of time and choice to actually spend more time with family or travel, do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally agree. And where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you, Dominique? They can find me on um, LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. They can find me by my name, Dominique Futrell. That's my page um, on LinkedIn. It has all my credentials and information on there, my email address and everything. Okay, okay, perfect. And is there something you would like to uh, mention, a special thing that you would like to mention to the audience as well? Yeah, so basically, uh, like I was talking about the solar earlier, you know, the 26% tax credit is actually going away. If you're thinking about going solar, I would take advantage of it soon. Um, you can get in touch with me for a free consultation. It doesn't cost anything. We can just see if you qualify. We go over some steps go with some numbers and just see if it's right for you. Okay. Okay, perfect. Uh, and uh, I believe, yeah, it's, it's important, uh, mostly now in the pandemic, to be uh, cost conscious and also uh, be uh, uh, responsible and efficient with our uh, energy consumption. Thank you very much, Dominique. I think it was a, it was a great conversation and uh, I would be very happy to talk again uh, soon. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. Leave a review on iTunes if you have enjoyed the episode and subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified to hear other episodes with your host, Diogène Tirandecourant.